Welcome back to another Built Elite podcast. It's Monday Morning Madness, dedicated to sculpting confident, purpose-driven men with mental fortitude who navigate life's challenges with resilience and fulfill their most extraordinary visions. That's what we're here today. We're, we're here to implement the mindsets, structures, the systems, the tools to get you where you want to go in life. And most people, most, are challenged by a couple different things. A couple. Maybe, maybe a couple too many. You know, we got the financial stress, the mental health, work-life balance, relationships, social pressure, body image, education, healthcare, addiction, discrimination, house, loneliness, technology, dependencies, parenting challenges, career development, political unrest, time management, maybe your personal identity. Just a couple. Just to mean just to name just just a just a few. And so where do we like all of these things, they they compound and they interact with each other. I mean, you know, technology independence can dependency can you know, bleed into your time management and your lack of mental health and your uh, very skewed, obscured vision of your personal identity um, could lead to loneliness, um, bad career development. I mean, there's a, your so, technology dependency could pour into so many different areas of your life. And I mean, your focus and, and, and determination and intentional action around your mental health could pour into every other aspect of your life. And I know we talk about it quite a bit on this podcast and how you take ownership of your life, right? You, you gain back that control when you when you put ownership as the front focus of anything and everything that you do in your relationships, in your career, in your time management, in your technology dependencies, in your addictions, in your health. All of these aspects and all of these things that are a part of our life, if we don't take ownership of them, we lose the importance, we lose control, we lose every aspect of the desired outcome we want. Because we leave it up to other people, right? We let other people give us that programming, as I would like to call it. But this mindset around all these different aspects of life and how we change them in this ownership is so much more than that. Because we must remove the limiting barriers before it's possible for us to understand this. Like when you were younger, you were told you may not be good enough for this or you may not be good enough for that. And you will never be able to accomplish this. And it kind of stuck like glue. And so now you navigate life from a perspective, from a mindset, from a blueprint that's obscure. Obscure. It's it's like looking through a, a lens subscription that wasn't actually for you. So you're blurred. Your blurred vision is guiding you down a path that not only doesn't serve you, doesn't lead you down the path, the vision that maybe you thought you had control over, that you thought you wanted in this lifetime. And so where do you where do you go? What do you what do you do with all these different aspects of life? How do you juggle them appropriately? And how do we get where we want to go? Right, we've been given this blueprint. We've been given this this perspective of life of what's possible for us, what we need to abide by, what rules we need to live by. All of these different aspects that we think control our lives. Right, we look at men now in in society, and I think this is one of those things that we don't give enough importance around. Right, we think that most men, if not all men, need to be nice, docile men that listen. That that, but but we also want them to lead. You know, we we want them in our relationships to be a particular individual. But then when they become that individual, we tell them that they're not enough, they're not doing enough, they're not doing this, they're not doing that, they're not taking ownership. We want more men to talk about their emotions, but then we claim that they're too emotional and that they, they need to get themselves in check. And then, you know, a guy that's too stoic, it's like, man, you never seem like you're happy, you never seem like you're enjoying yourself, and are you even happy with this and that and the marriage and whatever? And so it's like, where is the dichotomy in this, right? Like, as men, we we look to society to give us feedback on where we're going, what we're doing, and how we're getting there, and and try to guide us down a, you know, fitting in and being a part of society. And I think we've missed the mark on this, men. I think we missed the mark on what it means to fit in, what it means to abide by and listen to all these rules and and try to fit in with what society deems as a good masculine male. We missed the mark. 
I really think we do. I think that when we look at who and what men need to become, we don't look to society. We look to history, right? And the reason I say that is because when we look at history, we look at the things that have happened, the things that have taken place and the results of those actions, the results of those things, we can kind of dissect and actually make up what a strong masculine male looks like, what he does, how he acts, what his habits are, why he lives by certain values, why he has certain structures and rules. And once we dissect these things from the past, we can see the result going into the future. Currently, our system, our future is dependent on strong, willing males. I would say strong and willing females as well. I mean, both play an absolute role in how the society is going. And when we get weak, emotional human beings taking control of some sort of direction, is if it's school, if it's uh, government, we look at the direction they take us, right? It's always making everybody feel so loved and, 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 and accepted. And it's like, I get that. And I do believe that is a huge role, but I feel like we're doing it in the wrong ways, right? We're drastically increasing mental illness in seeking this out because we tell people that it's okay to feel some type of way when it's not okay to feel that way, right? It's like, yeah, you can feel that way, but understand that even the way that you feel, even the way that these emotions come in, these are just feelings and emotions. They aren't actionable fucking guidelines to take in your life, right? Just because you feel something doesn't mean that you need to take action on it, right? If we had everybody listening to their intrusive thoughts, we'd be dead long, long, long time ago. We need to regulate what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. And who determines that, right? I don't determine that. Each individual determines it for themselves. And if we get down the wrong path, right, if we get down the wrong areas of life, we assume and we think that these feelings and emotions are actionable, that they're things that we need to act on. And I, I don't mean to dispute the fact that there are things that we need to make emotional decisions on and that you need to trust your gut and your intuition and so on. But there's an authentic base to you. There's somebody inside you that is the authentic you, that is the person that you have built, that person, maybe not you have built, maybe other people have built this person, right? The in, inner core of your values and the person, the system that you are is lost and it may be broken because all of the teachers, all the parental figures in your life may have not been able to give you the proper blueprint to build that individual, to build that structured human being so that you can navigate the world effectively. And so you constantly seek the validation, and acceptance, and the blueprint from other people, from other areas of life. And when somebody walks over and throws their hand over your shoulder and goes, hey, walk this way with me. You're loved, you're appreciated, you have affection. And you go, yeah, this is great. This is awesome. And you go down that path. And the next thing you know, you're way too down, way too far down a path that you never thought you would ever be on. But since the love and affection and appreciation and validation was there, you fell to that emotional trap, as I say, and went down that path. And now you're 200 pounds overweight and you're in a stinky relationship because your, your partner kind of put you in a place that isn't the authentic you. And so you're struggling, right? You're struggling with what's happening now, what's happening in your life, but you don't know where to go. Right? You're lost. You can't change the, the factors around you, right? The external circumstances that you have now made decisions to get yourself, yourself into. And you're stuck, right? Because you, you've gone down this path so bloody far that it's, it's impossible to think that there's any other direction than forward. And so you, you pick up your phone, you start scrolling, you watch Netflix, you waste your life away, right? And we, I, I see this all the time and it's, and it's frustrating to me because when I grew up in foster care, when I was abandoned at seven and, and grew up with other families in multiple different homes. What I found is that each individual, each person, each uh, foster home was different, right? And, and, it, and it came to a realization that it was like each individual that is raised in a home is given something. And that something is a, is a personality, is a 
structure is something that helps this individual develop, right? Your parents tell you, hey, you know, you got to eat healthy. Eat your greens, your proteins. We're not eating non-processed foods. We're going to be, you know, only drinking water. There's no juice in the house. There's no uh, refined sugars. There's no dyes. There's no this, right? And you grew up in a household that was really focused on healthy eating and physical fitness. Now flip it. You grew up into a house that was all processed foods, taquitos, pizza pops, wagon wheels, freaking you would be eating sugar, you know, every single day. Each, each house is completely different. They raise completely different people because one values other, other things while the other values the other, right? The other person values that strong sense of body, mind, and sound for, for their nutrition and for working out because their parents have told them and showed them the importance around those things. And so they feel the benefits of those things, more confidence, more reassurance, more self-esteem. Maybe they take their time management very seriously and their finances because their mom taught them how to budget properly, right? Whereas on the flip side, these parents didn't know any better. They were raised the exact same way. And so they feed their kids taquitos, all these red dyes, all this sugar, all these wagon wheels, dunkaroos, all this crap. And then now their kids are growing up thinking that that's all they knew, right? They're 150 pounds overweight. They never know what confidence feels like because they look in the mirror and they think, fuck, I'm overweight. And maybe their mom was able to give them that confidence boost and be like, man, you look good. man." And so they walk around thinking that they're confident, which is great, but they feel like shit because they're in a body that doesn't serve them. And so they got aches and pains and shoulder problems and knee problems. And then they got skin issues or whatever it may be. And it stacks up. Where I'm going with this is that when we look at the individuals growing up in these certain households, we can understand that they get some sort of blueprint. They get some sort of standard and values and personality characteristics to build off of, to become Right. And, and when you get to that 18 to 25 year old age, there gap where you're moving out, you're disconnecting, you're, you're becoming your own authentic you, you look to your peers, right? Even in high school. And the most screwed up thing that I didn't even mention is that there's the, there's the third, right? There's, there's the, the healthy eating, the bad eating, but there's also a third area in there as well. That third area is, is the daycare is the schools is the disconnect from the parents. Right. And so those kids are looking to uh, accomplish that blueprint as any kid is right. How do I fit in? How do I become the best version of me? How do I gain acceptance and validation from my peers and my parents and so on? And they want to be loved. They want to be appreciated. They want to see how they can play a role in this world as they grow up. This is a natural thing that takes place in a child. And so when they go to school, when they go to daycare afterwards and they only see you for three, four hours before you go to bed, but you're distracted watching Netflix and on your phone every night, they're not getting the values, the characteristics, the personalities, the, the values from their parents. They're getting it from the schools. They're getting it from their peers. They're getting it from daycare. And, and you don't have control over those things, right? If there's three, four adults in your daycare and they all believe a particular way and a particular uh, sense of values, now your kid is going to take on those characteristics and values. Because that's all the kid knows. That's all the kid has been learning. He knows this. He knows that because of this, right? It's, it's how we raise our kids that really determines their future, really determines how they will evolve in life. And so one of the things that I feel that most of us, if not all of us, are missing in our life is a mindset shift. And that mindset shift is behind how you solve problems, how you, how you evolve, and how you believe that you may or may not be capable. And so that barrier, that problem that you're currently having in your life, is that that concept that you are who you are and there no, is no need for change. And that is the most limiting belief and barrier that is, will, will forever hold you back and keep you captive to the life that you are currently living. Because when you believe that you can't change and that you are who you are and the results of your actions have led you to this and now you just have to live in it, is that limiting belief, is that limiting barrier? Because it doesn't matter your situation, it doesn't matter where you are in life, it doesn't matter your environment, the external circumstances, you can always change. You can always become a better version of yourself. And it may start with just the simplest habits, the simplest changes, the simplest decisions to make something different every single day in your life. Man, when I started waking up at four o'clock in the morning every day, and I'm not saying you have to do this, this, is, this isn't 
for you to take as law. It isn't for you to take as something you need to do. This is what I do. This is what works for me. This is what best suits my lifestyle and the achievements and accomplishments that I'm after in my life. So when I wake up at 4 a.m., I have my breakfast. I get my gym gym bag ready. I get all of that stuff accomplished. I get going at 4.45 to the gym. 5 to 6, I work out. 6, 6, 6 to 6.15, I'm getting my shower done. I'm getting my uh, personal hygiene finished. For the next 45 minutes is me figuring out what I need to do that day for work, getting a, my daily schedule figured out, getting all of the material from the wholesaler, whatever it may be. I go to work. I get back. I, do, I have like my whole day laid out, but it's not strict. It's it's always malleable. It's always flexible, right? But having intention behind the actions that you're going to take that day and having a clear mindset of goals and accomplishments for that day sets the mood, sets the momentum for your day. Hey, I would like to set out and accomplish this. Okay, let's figure it out how we're going to go and accomplish that. Right. And so if you set up your morning, if you set up an appropriate way for you to accomplish that in your life, you will find that there's there's actually ways to navigate the world that are so much more efficient than what you've been doing. And when you figure that out, the time management skills slowly progress, the personal identity slowly grows, your mental health slowly uh, gets gets better in accomplishment. It pours into all these different areas of your life. But the limiting factor, the limiting belief that you hold on to as a kid is that you you don't believe it's possible, that you don't believe there's more, that you don't believe that there's a, a better way to live life and that you're stuck and that you're in this shithole or this place or this environment and it's based on external circumstances. You believe that society, that your mom, that your dad, that your ex, that your ex-boyfriend, your ex-girlfriend, you believe that all of these factors have led you to where you are and there's nothing that you can change. But there is. There will always be. And that is you. You can change. And when you, when you think about this, I don't want you to get overwhelmed. I don't want you to get frustrated with me. I don't want you to get frustrated with yourself. When I'm saying you, you have control over you. That is the only thing you actually have control over. Yes, you have influence. Yes, you have, may, may have the leadership standings and respect with other people. And they may take your word and, and uh, advice over others, which is great. But more times than not, a person that's even in that situation doesn't even practice what he preaches. I know because I used to be there. Right. We have the best advice. We have the best things. We have the be, be able to help out so many individuals, but we don't help ourselves. And so we, we look at other individuals and they're thriving. They're doing so well because you were able to guide them. They were able to provide them the information that they needed to take those next steps in their life. But then you look at yourself in the mirror and you go, what the fuck am I doing? Where am I going? Why can't I get there? Why is it day after day that I keep doing the same shit and at least the same result? The mindset shift, the mindset that you need to take on is that you don't need to wait. You are not promised tomorrow. Tomorrow is never promised. And we think that it is because yesterday we, we lived, we got to today, right? And so we just, we come, become okay. We come, become stagnant. We relax. We let go. We lose the fire. We lose the rush. We lose the ambition. Because we're like, oh man, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. You're not promised tomorrow, man. You never are. I mean, your chances of tomorrow are a lot better if you don't leave your house and you don't do anything with your life. And eventually there, you will definitely not be promised tomorrow because your health will rapidly decline and that you'll... Your body will start to just destroy itself from the inside out because it doesn't need any of these muscles and so on. But you can also greatly increase your chances of tomorrow for an unforeseeable future because you take care of your body. You eat good nutrition. You take care of all of your muscles. You stretch. You work out. You eat proper foods. You nourish your mind with good books and podcasts. And so you greatly increase your chances of tomorrow, but you are never promised it. And we think that we are. We lay back like we are. And we miss, I think we miss the point. We miss the, uh, such a huge opportunity to make change in our lives because we say i'll do it tomorrow right i'll make i'll make change tomorrow i'll make i'll, I'll do it tomorrow i'll do it next week right and those those things aren't promised those things are never promised right and most of us if not all of us wait until it's it's messed up it's broken it, it's fully down a hole that we didn't even know we created in the first place 
And it's because we don't gain the perspectives. We don't gain the beliefs and values and, and the knowledge we need to operate really good in finances, operate really good in a, in a relationship, in a marriage, as a father, as a husband, in your career, in your side hustles. We don't know what it takes because we don't learn it. We don't evolve. We don't under, establish the right information in our lives that we need to keep moving forward because we're promised tomorrow. There's no, there's no pressure, right? There's no hard pressure that's pushing us to evolve until it's broken, until your wife wants a divorce. And then what? Then you're like, oh shit, I need to start going to the gym. Oh shit, I need to start communicating. Oh shit, I need to get counseling, right? We wait till it's broken. Why? Because we're, we're, we're promised tomorrow. We think that we're promised tomorrow. So we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it next week. And so the urgency, the ambition, the, the, the pressure that you need in your life is based on your, your vision and your values, right? And that blueprint that needs to be worked on, it's a blueprint. It's something that it, it's constantly going to need revision. It's something that's constantly going to evolve. If you, if you had thought about and had planned over a 10-year period of what you wanted in your house, what you wanted here, what you wanted there in your house, how you wanted it to flow, what you wanted it to look like, what colors you wanted, over a 10-year period, you collected knowledge about the best woods, the best places, the best environments, the, the basements, the cool areas, the little sneak, sneaky passageways that you wanted in your house. And you've collected all of this information over a 10-year period based on other real estate agents that you've had conversations with on plans, on uh, deep dives, on creativity uh, explorations, on freaking Twitter or whatever it may be. Over a 10-year period, at that end of that 10-year period, when you went to go build your house, you would have a plethora of information and it would be phenomenal. And then there's the other person that goes, I want to build a house. And they just design it. They give a couple people, yeah, you know, consult on this, figure out this, this out for me. I want this, 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 and this. And then you build it and then you get, you get that house built. And then you're standing here and like, man, I wish I would have done this, man. I would have, wish I would have changed this, man. I wish I would have done that, man. I wish I would have changed the, the, the roof a little bit, the color, the, the flow, the, the island size, the, this, that, and the other thing, man, why wait to the last minute? Why wait to take on different aspects of your life, different parts of you and go to work? This is, man, I, I thrive to pressure you to take ownership, pressure you to start reading books, pressure you to take, start listening to podcasts, to start evolving that blueprint, that vision, that mission. Because at the end of the day, when you, when you're, when you have that mindset shift, you will realize that there is so much more to life than what you're living currently. Where you are is completely temporary. Where you're at, what you got going on, your environment, the people you got, you surround yourself with your career, it is all temporary, but it will be permanent. If you do not make that decision, take ownership over every aspect of your life. And when you think about the actions that you can take, I mean, we talk about meditation and journaling and physical fitness and good nutrition. And the reason we talk about these things, though, is because our bodies are like a, a, a vessel, right? And, and the best analogy that I can have is like that boat on the dock, right? You are the captain of this boat. And the people that you put on this boat will really help you navigate some pretty intense waters right? Some crazy storms when you're out at sea, when you're on that adventure of life. And the, the, the you want to feed these people, these, these, these things, these areas in your life with good proper nutrition, with good physical health, or else you're not going to be able to weather these storms, these problems, these issues, these external circumstances that are out of your control. And so when you're coming at them with a calm and clear mind, with a strong body and, and mind of confidence, you know that you are willing and able to take on all these challenges, all of these storms, because you have gone to work on these areas of your life, then the storms that you can weather are much bigger, much more challenging. 
You can take on more at work. Maybe you can take on more at home. Maybe you can take on a full-on side hustle that replaces your full-time job. You can take these things on because you've gone to work on you. You have changed how you operate, how you look at life. You've dismantled the limiting beliefs behind maybe becoming an extrovert, something that I was challenged by for years. I was such an introverted kid that I just found myself observing all the time, not contributing to conversations because I felt that if I did, I was, I was going to say something stupid or awkward and it would eat me up inside for days, weeks. Sometimes I still recall informations or information, some, some events or some situations that took place in my life years ago, 10, 15 years ago, that have no result, no play, no, no anything attached to it. But I recall the situation, the emotions, the feelings that I had in that moment. And it eats me up inside once over, once more, once more. Right. And, and it's like, man, those introverted things, those social anxiety things that you let eat you, you up inside. But I took the actions, right? I didn't let those limiting beliefs scare me, prevent me from taking those leaps. Man, I made more mistakes in my social interactions than I think most. But that's because I was willing to go out there and put in that work to, to get the nose, to, to get the awkward situations, to say st- stuff that's so stupid that I actually just throw my hands up and walk around and walk away because I just said something so ridiculous that I'm like, I can't believe I just said that. But those situations formed me into an individual that I could be more extroverted, that I could build that network of people that I could actually establish strong relationships with people that are going, that I can serve and that are going to serve me. Right. And I, those limiting beliefs that carry us over into all the struggling areas of life, they, they hold you down. They don't want you to succeed. They want you to stay comfortable. They want you to not be in pain. They don't want you to struggle at all. And that's what those limiting beliefs do to you, right? They drag you down. They put you and hold you down and say, you're safe. You're okay right here. Let's just, you know, let's just figure it out. Let's just stay on this line and, you know, do what we can to survive. Man, I don't want to survive. I want to live. And I hope you do too. Because when you, when you get to live, you find fulfillment. You find joy. You find happiness. And those areas of life, those things in life, I believe everybody should enjoy. Everybody should have the opportunity to indulge in. But it starts with you. Again, it always starts with you. And it will always start with you. So depending on your decision today and every day after today, because you're never promised tomorrow, if you make a decision to put down your phone once more, to not take it into the bathroom with you, to not have it at the table, to uh, put it by the door and not look at it until the next day, you might just open up enough time, enough attention, and enough intentional action in your life to drastically redirect your entire projection in life in a different direction. Just a simple change like no distractions can alter the direction of your life. So start today. Start making decisions that will benefit your future, that will benefit you tomorrow. Do them today, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not next year on your New Year's resolution. Every day, make that decision. Every single moment you wake up, every single moment you go to bed, you're thinking about what actions can I take? What things can I do to push the needle forward in my life and who I'm becoming and what I'm doing every single day. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. I'll see you on the next one.